Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Positivity. Sally, it's an absolute pleasure to have you back on the podcast again. How are you doing? Same here, Adam. It's really a big, big pleasure to have you back as well. It's been a long time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It feels like it feels like forever, doesn't it? I mean, I think it may be last year that we last did a podcast, or earlier in the year, sometime. I think it was. Mm-hmm. But we've and connected all, a few. Yeah, it's a good connection, as you say. It's a good connection every time. What it means that it's always so like it's in flow it's something that we uh want to share with everybody else and also it's coming from our own experiences so i like that synergy yes yeah no it definitely flows well and i think like you know we first met in 2020 i think when you know lockdown happened and was all kind of like you know shut down with covid and and all that Mm -hmm. and we kind of first did a podcast and i think you know it was just on the phone wasn't it? i remember just talking into the phone and you know we never yeah. met we just connected on social media and we did a podcast and we you know we've been friends ever since and we've always stayed mm-hmm. in touch and you know it's always good you know having mm-hmm. podcasts week so it, it flows really well and you know we yeah. kind of go into deep topics and you've gone on and you've created your podcast and there's many things mm-hmm. that you're doing as well and we covered mm-hmm. you said you want to talk about some topics that we'll get into so like do you want to first talk about um, like New Year's resolutions and you know how the, how the past year's been? Because it's like 29th of December, 2022 mm. at the minute. So how's your year been? And you know, kind of any New Year's resolutions you're setting or why you think they're important? Well, I'm really glad that you asked that, Adam, because it is 30th of December here in Australia and it's 29th at your end. Uh, makes you think about the year doesn't it makes you think about um 
just reflections, right, as to how the year went by and how you would like to step into the new year, right? So for me, uh, personally, I feel I had the most crash bang uh, learning experience this year. Um, that's how I can say it positively. But of course, it was all with the yucky bits and the and the really high happy bits, right? Um, I mean, I could go on and on about it, but coming down to just looking at the year, I think um, uh, most of our learnings come through experiences um, that shake us, that break us, um, that make us come to this place where we we're like we feel like we're nothing, um, and then we try to find out and look within ourselves and go like, who am I really? So that's what they call an awakening, uh, you know, stepping into your higher consciousness. Or it could just be a moment where you just have a self-realization. So this year has been all of that for me. So going into the next year, one of the good habits that I consistently grew this year was um, working out as in taking care of my body, going to the gym and making sure I do things that are good for my body. So I want to carry it on to the next year. I started on 1st of January, 2022, I started this regime where I said I will um, literally make little efforts every single day to make my body healthier and the shape I want it to be, to be and just to feel good in it. Um, and also like I put this little goal in front of me because in 2023, I turned 40. <laughs> uh, I had that look out that when I enter into my 40s, I already want to have a kickstart to taking care of my body. And so I took it as a challenge. 1st of January 2022, I went into this place where I was intermittent fasting, which was in the beginning a bit hard, but it became something that I actually liked. You know, it, it, we can all try different things, but you know, and they can work for us and they cannot work for us. And then we let it go and we're like, let me try something new. Everybody is different. Everybody's goals are different. Whatever way you look at life is different. For me, it was important to get my body, uh, being a mother of two little children, um, being through different, um, you know, ways of looking at my body, I am, you know, visualized my body to be healthier. And so, um, I did yoga all throughout this year. I, I did Zumba all, the, around, uh, all throughout this year. I did personal training all throughout this year. I kept going with my intermittent fasting, even though right now I kind of let it go and I'm all eating all the Christmas leftovers, things like that. Um, so I want to carry that out on to 2023. So that's just about the body and how I looked at the fact that when you do something consistently every single day and you repeat doing it, the old habit of, you know, maybe, you know, going for that jam or going for that unhealthy choice kind of goes in the background. I mean, I still have cakes and everything and that's, I know when to, um, but now it's like, I feel so happy in my body that that happiness kind of gives me a rush. And before it was that, you know, just taking that tub of chocolate and ice cream <laughs> and just having it. So I'm liking the steps I'm taking consistently to get there. So I want to now follow through the idea of consistency in 2023, which comes to taking care of my mind, taking care of my soul, taking care of the people around me in terms of knowing where I stand, creating loving boundaries, 
so loving boundaries definitely come to the uh, to the actual conversation is something i want to create in 2023 which is a new thing for me adam because i grew up um even until very recently i was very free uh in terms of just giving 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 to others and like not thinking how my own energy is getting depleted in the process and thinking that you know just getting a recognition from the other person is all i want but not recognizing the self within right so i've been on a self love journey as well as you know uh, i also do the course and i um, i also coach in that and the fact that i do it with my clients is getting me to see deeper within me a deeper layer of self love which was about boundaries and i i would love to talk to you about that what do you think boundaries are to you adam I think you know, I, I agree with you and um, you mean boundaries in regards to the self in terms of knowing right. when to your energy and knowing when to pull it back knowing that where your limits are where your no is being able to say your no things like that yeah no I think I think it's important you know with boundaries like I I do a lot in my job and you know I'm, I drive a lot so I have to go to different offices and you know, I'm, I work as a, as a well-being coach, so I'm working with people, so I'm, you know, giving a lot and, you know, to other people and helping other people. And the thing is, if you're not doing certain things for yourself, then you can't do what you need to do. You know, you can't do what you need to do at a certain level if you're not having those boundaries in place and looking after yourself. So, I mean, I, I think it's important. I I will, you know, go to work and I'll, I'll go to the gym, like, you know, throughout the week. I'll you know, try and do a podcast or something, you know, doing things that you enjoy and making sure, you know, relax. And, mm. you know, also, you know, like I said, your diet, you know, when you go to sleep, those kind of things. So mm. having a, I think, I think a big thing for me personally is, you know, having a bit of, you know, time to myself. I'm very much go, go, go. But if I don't have that time to myself to recharge my batteries, you know, I'm a bit grouchy and I feel a bit burnt out. I have to have that time you know, and set those boundaries. And I think like being aware of how much you're giving and how much you're getting back. And if you're maybe not getting what you want back, you know, communicate that. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I think boundaries are important and it's it's kind of being mindful or self-aware in that way, isn't it? Checking in with yourself. Hmm. Hmm. I think in the beginning, words like boundaries, and discipline used to really, really scare me because uh, um, deep inside when you're a hippie, when you just think peace, love, harmony are the words that, you, that should come out of your mouth, um, it feels like boundaries and discipline are people who are wearing those, you know, um, suits and ties and they're just you know, not looking at you and they got their noses up in the air and like, they look like snobs to me in terms of visualization of a person. <laughs> uh, so coming from the hippie point of view, it's like, no, I don't want to be contained and don't want to be in this like rat race. And I don't want to be like you person, you know? Um, but the moment you self-actualize and get into the deeper parts of you and you do some deep work within you. So that's what I ended up doing. I, uh, had these dark nights of the soul, as they call it, where I actually felt my feelings of sadness, 
and what the sadness was actually telling me, going into the emotion, becoming an observer in my body, letting the emotion get inside me. And I do it through meditation. Um, there comes a point where the emotion eventually comes in. And instead of just immersing it, like leave it, like leave my body, this time what I'm doing is actually listening to that emotion. So for instance, this is a technique that can be also done. I mean, it worked for me. It might work for your listeners too. When you experience something like sadness, normally like coming from a childhood experience, what I was taught was um, don't be sad, right? Be happy, you know, uh, which is good. But what happened was I remember now is that the only time I really cried was behind closed doors on a pillow as a 12 year old, 10 year old, you know, even going way back. And whenever I used to cry on a pillow, it felt really good in the end that I used to go to sleep. In saying so, whenever we have an emotion, it's important to feel it, know it, recognize it, and make it ours, and then purge it out, which means recently what I've done as I was talking about it, felt the sadness, Listen to it. What, where was it coming from? Where were the trigger points? Why was it pushing my buttons? You know, maybe it was something that my dad said when I was younger, and then somebody in the, like now has said it the same thing again, or it's something of me feeling feeling this feeling of that. You know, somebody might leave me, so that goes into the present as well. So I got into my feelings. Once I recognized it, then I slowly let go of it. You, the idea is to be compassionate with the feelings of sadness, uh, dread, uh, guilt, shame, anything that's making you feel yuck, be compassionate towards it rather than feeling like, oh my God, you know, um, that's what happens with addiction, such as, you know, people get into drugs and too much of alcohol and stuff. It's because kids growing up, when we don't get taught how to utilize that, power of that negative emotion, um, such as sitting down and holding space for our own self and holding space for that, let's say, sadness, then what happens is that we follow what society does. It's like shove it down, especially I think with men, where it's like, don't feel that tear on here because maybe it's what, you know, really um, timid boys do or girls do, you know, and we keep people go towards addiction. So what I've learned is that sitting with your sadness, let's say, and just holding space for it, for yourself, is the most important thing you can do for yourself. It's because you recognize within you places, spaces that probably need reflection. But if it comes from another person, it might compute as, oh, why are they saying this to me, right? So without pointing fingers at yourself, sit down with yourself because we are all such deep and amazing human beings. We all are gifted. We all have abundance if we just call out to it. It's just then like holding your space in holding yourself in spaces by holding space for your for your own sadness is so important. Um, and then slowly letting it go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's really important to, you know, deal with, you know, emotions. And you mentioned like, you know, being a kid and expressing, mm -hmm. you know, sadness and, you know, kind of say pushing it down, but 
but releasing that in a private space. And I think like, you know, like you said, I think being a male or, you know, well, not just male, but like it could be male or female, but, you know, predominantly I think, you know, being a man, it's like, you know, okay, just get on with it, you know, that kind of stiff upper lip and I think, you know, Western Mm. society and, Mm. you know, maybe growing up parents have said, you know, don't cry or don't do this. So then if, like you say, you have that in your childhood, then you kind of Mm. think, well, that's bad to express or show certain emotions. So Mm. then you carry it and then you have to go about how you deal with that in your own way. You know, maybe like I said, privately in your room or something like that. But I think a lot of people in today's society are, you know, feel feel ashamed to express mm. certain emotions or to feel sad and, yeah, you know, just to get on with it, really. But then if you leave, if you push things further down, then mm. it's just going to block, you know, your chakras, like, so to speak, or... You know, it's your energy, isn't it? Because I think, you know, if you're holding all that energy and you're carrying, you know, whatever's going on, it's not healthy, really. You know, people mm. might get it in their throat. They might feel like in mm. their chest, you know, everyone, everyone's different. But I think, like you said, you have to have your own way of dealing with certain emotion. You know, when if you, it's okay to feel, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to have certain emotions. You know, you're, you're human. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And I loved how you said it's okay not to be okay. Um, I think it's something that we need to remind ourselves every now and then, especially with the changing times ever since COVID uh, came in. You know, it's, I think everybody's on a roller coaster because, um, you know, even though people got more enlightened as well in terms of getting to know themselves as, you know, what would I do if I, didn't have this and this, how, who am I without this, you know, so there were a lot of awakening moments, but then once you awaken and your consciousness awakens, I think one of the hardest thing is then to just realize it's, it's going to keep on getting awakened, right, and that's the hardest part as a human being who was tapped into their internal monologue and, or their um, higher self, or a person who, kind of gets it now that what their purpose is because it's the maintaining of it. It's like, because once you've tapped into yourself in a deeper way, it doesn't stop. It keeps going, going deeper and deeper. And the deeper you get, the more these emotions of sadness and dark nights of the soul and where you get to purge your emotions, it comes up. So saying to yourself through it all, the compassionate thing you can do one of the ways is say, it's okay not to be okay. You can because I was just going to speak in my own language, so it's so weird. <laughs> because what was the op- what is the opposite of it's okay not to be okay? What do you think? What's the opposite? Like if you could say something that's harsher and opposite of that. Hey. So it's not okay to not be okay. Well, so like, no, yeah, it's like yeah. bulk, bulk, stay in your SHIT, yeah, and just feel bad about yourself, feel guilt and shame. You know, that's the opposite of it. The moment you tap into things like, you know, people have asked me like, what is self-love? Why is it so important? And it's so hard to really put it in definition because it's something when you get there, it's like a metamorphosis, you realize, oh my God, with 
doubted my life was not me being immersed as the person. So I could go into the depths of it, but coming back to what I was talking about was when you go into the opposite meaning of something, you realize that a simple term such as it's okay not to be okay is so powerful because it's firstly saying it out, it's kind of like an affirmation. It goes into the wiring of your brain as Joe Dispenza also says, whenever we give our mind new ideas, it gets into this, oh, I'll just, you know, um, he says something about uh, neurons wiring together that, that fire together and the way they fire together is when we bring in a new idea. So it's all our lives, as you said, people feel, you know, they feel ashamed, you use the word ashamed. It's, it's so natural for us to say, oh, that person made us feel ashamed I feel shame. Where the crux of it, the actual thing of it is, we're not okay being judged. We're not okay being criticized. We're not being okay being told that we are SHIT when we know that we are magnificent and we are amazing. But then somebody's like puts, like, you know, actually drags us in the mud or like does those kind of things that bullies do. You know, that's what's that's the shame that we carry and the only way we can help ourselves through is through our own like as i said holding space for ourselves how do you do it is firstly say affirmations to yourself so it's okay not to be okay also being okay with the fact that if things are uncertain and you don't have the answers so not being okay could also be i don't know what to do what the next step is look i've like i've got clients who have said this to me they're like now, what do I do? This big thing happened in my life. Now, for me also, like I've been there, like big thing happened in 2022. And I was like, oh my God, I was doing everything correctly in terms of my own head of how to be this better human being. But when situations happen, they happen, right? In it, the biggest thing, biggest lesson, Adam, I learned is that it's okay to embrace uncertainty. What does that mean? Again, it's okay not to be okay. Another way to understand it is that if you don't have all the answers and you don't know what to do, and maybe somebody's even asking you, what do you want to do next? Give me an answer. It's okay to process that time and say, hold on, I don't have an answer. Firstly, close yourself off from those people who are like making you say yeah, you know, that yes or no, make that decision because you're not ready, right? And if you don't need the answer, you don't know, right? That's okay. So take your time to process number one. And number two, be okay with like, I don't know. I don't have to always fix and control things. Because as human beings, we always think that when somebody presents us a problem or we ourselves are presented with a problem, we have to control and fix it. We have to do something about it. No, sometimes just need to process what's happened because it's so huge, like a traumatic event. And sometimes we just need to take a seat back till we can utter some words as to who we have become through it because we, the change that comes through traumatic events is so deep within that even the person going through it doesn't know. So I think the best thing we can do is be kind to ourselves when we are facing uncertain times and say, it's okay to feel uncertainty. I'm okay to embrace uncertainty. I think Aka Toli, he also talks about being comfortable with our uncertainty and that opens up the possibilities 
of things to come because we're not limiting ourselves to a yes or a no or like this can never happen or like I did this wrong or like this is the lesson I got from this you know this is, this is our ego trying to like give reasoning to why a certain thing happened and so we don't have to live in this uncertain and I'm such a sure and knowing myself kind of person but the opposite of this just be okay being uncertain right and the way I do it is always like hug myself so I this is one thing I'm going to take into 2023 too (laughs) (laughs) no it's awesome it's awesome and you know I I agree with you and I think you know like I'll I'll start off because you mentioned people we we will like there's a lot there's many different factors and things that are out of our control and you said like you know we want to have that control over certain things and you know we don't always have the answers and I think a lot of the time we often think that we do have the answers or you know all the time and then things will come up and then we're kind of like trying to figure out you know how to take control control of the situation because I think you know we what we like to have control we like to have certainty we like to know what's going to happen and I think that's one of the things that you know COVID kind of through at us all really you know it was out of our control it was you know it was all uncertain and yes. you know life even though you know other than COVID there's there's things you know on a day to day that are going to challenge us and that might put us in a state of you know uncertainty so I mean it's, it's looking at what you know the things that we can control isn't it and mm. like I said you know the self-love and getting to know yourself is really important because mm. you know through life sometimes we might have a bit of a mixed matched way that we see ourselves or the world and we might not be kind of loving ourselves or not even liking ourselves but mm. it's like putting fuel in a car really depending on what fuel you give yourself is going to determine you know what you do how you think how you interact with, with, with people so I always think like how you are with yourself is gonna depend on how you are with other people if you're you know not okay in yourself then are you going to be okay interacting in groups or with certain people etc you know it's, it's you know levels of confidence or self-esteem happy you know you know so it's a lot of people you know attract certain things to themselves and people pick up on that if that makes sense if we don't as you're saying if we value ourselves how can we value other people in our life and it's so funny like you know there were times in my life where i thought i was self-valuing as in self-worthy as in i knew my worth and in those times i realized the connections i had were you know i was good with them but when i got out of that bubble and i got to another level of awakening i realized that in that bubble i was only be i was only able to provide value to the people around me in um conjunction with the value i had within me and my self value was not at a very good place i only realized it when it got to the next place so i could only give to the people around me as you said as much as i could give to myself 
So that is why it's so important to go within and find spaces within us through a self-love parts of ourselves that we have not loved enough and when we find them that's how our value in terms of our self-worth appreciates and then our connections around us they feel it too as you said um and we can only for instance a person can only love another person as much as they love themselves like it starts here first so if let's say if somebody is in a relationship right now and if they're saying that you know oh my partner this blah 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 I feel one of the best advice I could give right now as a self-love coach is always come from the space that if you love really love yourself like you're doing your inner work when you you're like you can be a work in progress and you can still be on the self-love journey if you're doing that within it will create the connection with the other person in a way that it will be coming from you first and then then uh, then after you know what i'm saying so it always has to be you first and it's nothing selfish about it we've been we're been we've grown in a society where we've been told always you know also i think religion does this help other people and give to others and charity and people who, who like you know you and i were always empathetic and always want to help people we become helpers to a degree where we just we don't realize we're doing it subconsciously so it's very important to ground yourself to a level to realize that self-love is not selfish self-love actually makes people around you the environment around you the little the pet you've got everyone feels it once you pick some giving love to the spaces so for me it's a very like embracing loving nurturing cultivating i love these words and i think we should embody it in terms of you know receiving ourselves when we don't know what to do when we are uncertain so i have also created a program um uh, which starts in february i've worked at it um all in the end of this year uh, i worked with these clients and they really liked it and um i want to take it to february next year so it's called embracing self-love and what it does is just helps anyone who was looking for that space within them that was you know like a reoccurring pattern or something that's been showing up in their life is not letting them move forward so for instance i had clients who um had relationships issues when they were younger and this lady didn't know how to go forward she didn't know what was the problem because she had the money she had the house but like you know when we went deeper inside we found out that she what she really valued as a kid also was having a family like having those two kids having that husband and she didn't see that happening in her 40s so things like where we don't know that there's an inner child that we have forgotten or something that we are not paying attention to because life becomes overwhelming self-love embracing self-love this journey is going to help um, i'm going to be working with women just to put it out there women find that self-worth within themselves that parts of themselves that they forgot such as holding yourself and saying i love you i value you i respect you because i think 
valuing, respecting, and loving ourselves opens windows to understanding that, right, we're not supposed to look at it in, in others to say that to, to us. I think with most women, because I'm a woman myself and I grew up with the same kind of ideas, even though we, you know, we feel we are more emancipated, we've got, you know, we're not like those women before us and um, or like I'm not like my mom, but I think we still carry that you know, that ancestral way of being, of, of not tapping into the idea that we don't have to always get validation from others, that we don't always have to have that approval, that nod from others. And it starts in childhood, right? Like, daddy, do you approve of me? And daddy goes, oh, you did well. And you're like, yes, I did well. Like, and so women have the tendency to become people pleasers more. And I, 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 and I get it. I get the guilt that accumulates with time. I get the shame. So I want to work with women and tap into their power. And I think that comes from loving themselves, validating themselves, and finding that worth within themselves. And once that comes through, everything just opens up. And just a quick story. There was one lady, and I found it so interesting. She started with saying, what's self-love? I don't know what self-love, I've never even felt love for my own daughter. And it was the most interesting journey. I loved it. You know, I love it when people come to me and they're like, they challenge it. They go like, and that's, that's the kind of work I want to do. I want to help people, you know, just find it when they never even saw it. And she found it through her own journey. I didn't say, this is how you think. She tapped into herself and found a way to understand it. Not the way the society says it, not the way a book says it, not the way I say it, the way she sees it and she understood what self-love is. So, yeah. No, that's awesome. And I, and I think like, you know, like it's great everything that you're doing. And, you know, since we since we met a couple of years ago, you know, what you're, what, you know, the content you, you put out there is, you know, really, really, deep and in depth and i think you know it helps a lot of people because you talk about you know spirituality you know self-love and you know many other aspects of spirituality as well and i think you know the self-love course is it is it a course or a workshop how long how long is it for so it's called embracing self-love and what is it on instagram where are you doing it as well okay so i can be contacted on instagram to get connected into it. Uh, it's gonna be one-on-one -on -one coaching starting on the 13th of February, 2023. Um, it's going to go on for 12 weeks. So I think that's like um, 7th of May, as far as I put it down. Um, and they're gonna be um, uh, these masterclass sessions as well. Like, so I will bring all the people who are in the course um, onto Zoom. So those are going to be like a group sessions, but mainly it's one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, once a week, I sit down with my client, get to know what their issues are, and we slowly tap into embracing self-love week by week. No, that's awesome. <coughs> and I, and I'll, I will definitely, you know, put it, put, and I'll, I'll definitely share what you're doing. And, you know, you. I, I think it will be, I think it'll be awesome. And, you know, I, I wish you, you know all the best with with that course that you do and i think you know you've got you know you, you have this passion and you have this purpose to you know help other people you know in you know spirituality and in general life but you know and i i, I love seeing your posts and everything that you do and 
you know, I'm really grateful to be your friend and, you know, that we can have these, these conversations. And I think it's something that we can keep on doing. And, you know, I think a lot of people are going to benefit from doing your course and your workshops and everything that you've done. Thank you so much, Adam. I know it's quite late at your end too. I mean, it's early in the morning for me and it's late in the night in the UK, <laughs> it's okay. Australia, UK. <laughs> My throat chop, like, let him sleep. But <laughs> I just want to thank you. Not always. <laughs> it's like, just don't say it. It's like, at the same time, I, I have to say thank you. It's been like three years, hasn't it? Isn't it? Uh, since yeah, we've been connected. Yeah, 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 coming up to three years, yeah, because we, we connected in like March 2020, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's about yeah. coming up to three years. So my daughter, who's nine, knows you. Yeah, so she's... She was, she was... And she just nine now. She's nine. Uh, she turned nine on the 9th of... Uh, sorry, on, in November. Oh, wow. She turned nine years old. Yes. And she, uh, I was giving her breakfast quickly. So it's like, I have to go on my podcast. And she's like, <laughs> where are you going to podcast with, you know? And yeah. um, I, you know, I, it's been a while since I did podcasts. So I was like, why is she so, she, she really, like, it, it was like a calling from the universe. Like I, I should really get back to it. Cause my kids get excited too. And she's like, who is it? And I said, it's Adam Barr. She's like, Adam Barr? <laughs> are you talking She's like, she really thinks you're like this cool star dude, which you are. You mean like, oh, you know, if you. you wouldn't have pushed me first and said, you know, you can just do it. Remember that story where I was new to all of this. I started and I was like, what do I do? You have this amazing ability, Adam, where you can tell people something that just comes and flow from you. You don't even think twice about it. Like what's going to give to you, what incentive you have you just come from pure self space and that is your how people get connected to you you know not there are not many people who can have like more than 200 episodes with like with that one person like you know so many people just like talking to you it's because you have this amazing ability at the core of you I mean like there are many abilities but at the core of you you have a pure heart You have a pure soul who just in return, that's good. But it's always like, let's do this. This is a human interaction, you and I, and we can't, let's just be our vulnerable selves or just be who we are. I love that analogy and that's what's, kept me going you know you, that idea person who comes from a pure space person who doesn't have to be a high fly like person in a suit all the time can be in different locations from the car from the kitchen from grandma's <laughs> place from mom's place from just like the garden space so you know i it's possible you know that this doesn't matter you know prestige and this and you can just be your whole self and that's what you need, the human to human interaction. Thank you so much for being you throughout these years. And I have seen you evolve and see you rise up. And I hope and wish that you keep rising up and keep evolving. Oh, thank you, Salia. No, it's really lovely what you said. I really, really appreciate it. You know, I'm really, really grateful for, you know, everything. And 
you know it really really means a lot to me and uh, Sleep. you know you know <laughs> yeah and mm-hmm. yeah you, you know and it's like as you said you know you can do this anywhere and we and we met on instagram and we did a podcast and you know i'm really you know glad that you're able to you know put out content out there and you took the leap and you did it as well because i remember we had that conversation and i was saying you know why don't you try it why don't you do it and you know it's 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 just providing that value isn't it i i I do this and i want to help other people like yourself and it's not having kind of an expectation to have something you know in return it's just saying you know do this and it's Mm. it's that's how it kind of works isn't it really and that's how it should be you know and you know, making those connections and, you know, you can then go and do podcasts and create content and help other people. So it's, that's, I think we've all got, you know, a higher purpose and I think we should all tap into that. And, and, you know, I'm really yeah. glad that, you know, your your daughter thinks it's pretty cool as well. And that's nice. Appreciate her support. And, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for our friendship, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, yes. it's amazing to be able to do this and, you know, have these, conversations where it just flows and, and to have that that positive impact you know it's, it's quite rare mm. to you know mm. connect and just go and tap into you know the podcast you know because yes. yes. i think when we first did the podcast the first one i think it was must have been nearly two hours. i think it was nearly two hours or, or, or an hour and a bit i think <laughs> i was all audio we didn't know each other yeah it's like a telephone call yeah and it just went on and on. It was like um, Anchor. It was on Anchor, the yeah, platform, yeah. platform for podcasters. And, um, you know, I, I look at those podcasts because last year had, I've been a bit slow with the actual Zoom podcast. I was more of the IGTV person. Um, what I learned was that definitely, uh, you know, uh, the podcasting person that I am is like the kind of person you are as a podcaster. Um, Of course, we have both different abilities. Of course, we are very different, but we we look at humans very similarly. Um, And I think people feel comfortable with us. Uh, I'm not saying it from pride or ego, but I think that's a common thread, like you and I, if you like people feeling comfortable because when we're online, offer you a tea to give to them or like, there's no way you can sit down and say, can I turn the aircon on for you? It's all just us and them. And I think even with your uh, people, I felt that they feel comfortable. They, I've been told in my testimonials that they feel comfortable and that matters to me. You know, I could feel like, oh, okay, they feel comfortable and I could just go like, yeah. But no, that that shows, like if you go deep within, it, it matters to us that they're comfortable. No matter what they're talking about, whether they're talking about the kid, whether they're talking about like this huge law of attraction thing, or they're talking about how neurons work, they feel comfortable. And I, I love this that uh, uh, we are able to do that. that. Um, and we've been doing it for a while. So it's important to pat ourselves on the back too. Yeah. Um, yeah through it all. We're yeah. unstoppable. <laughs> 23 <laughs> unstoppable. Yeah, and there's plenty, right. plenty happy more, plenty more to come as well. But yes. um, happy new year. Yeah, and I hope you have a new year, a great new year as well. And you know, I look forward to you know doing this again with you. And you know, I wish you continued mm-hmm. success in you know everything that mm-hmm. you're doing. And I wish you continued success in you know your course that you 
are going to be doing as well in February, you mm -hmm. said, February? Yeah, February 13th, yeah. 23, 12 weeks, Embracing Self-Love, one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions and masterminds with my female clients. So any lady out there, uh, I'm just focusing on this uh, women because I get women uh, and I might then expand it later on, but that's what it is. Um, also, just before leaving your listeners, there's one thing I'll leave uh, with them and that's take out a piece of paper. This is the end of the year. So just do this. Or even if you're listening to this in January, 2023, just take out a piece of paper and write down what you want to see in this year for yourself. So if you imagine yourself to be in a better shape or a better shape here as a mental health, if you see yourself as a better human being or whether you just see those goals of getting that car or that house, write it down, write it like it's already done, say gratitude for it as if it's already done and look at it every single day. Uh, Lady Gaga, all these amazing people, they've done it and they've said it works, but you have to do it consistently every single day looking at what you've written down or adding to it but believing it and saying thank you for it. yeah no it's, it's it definitely like it's already done so that's my tip for the end of 2023 and so i it's just your connection just broke up then so i, I don't i don't want to over, over speak and what you're saying but but what i did catch was you said um you know, write down. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But like, but write down things and being consistent with it and having that vision of where you want to go. But, uh, but yes. you know, I. Yes. Where 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 can find you on uh, Instagram and social media? So. Yeah. So I um I'm on Instagram as the untold story told one word of course that's how Instagram works and then I have a link to my website there too. Uh, I have a website now, which uh, is there. Um, and uh, you can see my works there and you can always DM me uh, uh, and get to know more about the course, Embracing Self-Love, starting on the 30th of February. Uh, and now I sound like a bird who's just repeating the same things like a parrot. But just want to wish you all a happy new year, 2023. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. And uh, thank you for this opportunity because uh, this is, I think, the first podcast I have done in months uh, in terms of coming on somebody's show. So I wouldn't have it any other way. I would only start with your show. It was taking me a while to come back and showing my face on camera, but this is the best way I could start on your show, on Adam Parr's Parsitivity show. I had the the song the passivity passivity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have some memories we have together. If you keep going, I won't let you sleep. So have a good night, Adam. Thank you so much for everything. You too. You're most welcome. Always great to have you on, Sally. All the best. See you soon. Tune in.